0: And now it's time for DMP Presents Dirty Nerdy Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Matthew. All right, three, two, one. It's the Dirty Nerdy Podcast with your hosts. Matt or Matthew. And uh and Mr. Brian, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Matthew. <laughs> you thank can call me Matt if you want, but, you know. Thank you for that introduction. Oh, you are. You're most welcome, sir. We sh- uh, we should do the whole podcast in the in a sultry voice. Okay. I'm kidding. You know, I'm I'm really down for that, you know
1: i'm down
2: for i'm down for just about anything right now um but no i i didn't have a bad day i uh, just had lots of um little things here and there but i had some good triumphs um which was good but yeah how was yours
0: uh i had a pretty good time today um I got a lot of uh, automation tasks completed and um, I got some new script utilities finished uh, and I'm ready to push them out to production. So I'm really looking forward to um, migrating all of our servers to a new update server that I built Um, manages uh, product uh, software product entitlement and um, update distribution. So, uh, that's a lot of fun. Hell yeah! But uh, yeah. So overall, it's it's been good. This this week, uh, the there's this there's a dick at work, and <laughs> only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he uh, he is a uh. Partner, he doesn't actually work with our organization. He works for a partner organization. Um, and earlier, uh, my coworker needed me to cover for him while uh, this this customer did an upgrade. Um, but for some reason or another, anytime I'm asked to take care of a task for this specific customer, um, this the guy just he always gives me the cold shoulder. And not like you know just a cold shoulder. I mean, he, my my supervisor and my team lead have both called, had to step set him aside because in for in a forty plus meeting he ridiculed a decision that I made. And it's like you know, if you got something to say, you don't have to publicly chastise that person. You know, take that take take that shit out. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so I. You my, you should. My coworker asked me to cover for him, and I did. And I reached out to the guy, and I'm like, "Look, I'm available. Let me know what server it is, and and what you need help with for your upgrade." Didn't hear boo. So I sat around for an hour, all day on Tuesday, doing nothing because I wanted to be ready to jump in case this guy needed something and his upgrade went sour. And I didn't even get a no, don't need you. No, don't. I I'm good. I just. Just nothing, and I'm like, what the fuck, asshole! So I let my boss know, and my boss agrees. You know that he's he's a crank, cranky man, baby, and um, <laughs> crank cranky man, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, but other than that, my week's been pretty good. I I try to to be very amicable for, amicable for this this guy. So you know I'm, but whatever. You know it's it's his choice. It's just yeah. frustrating, you know, that's all.
1: I think
2: um we'd be amiss to think that, you know, the I, I think other people deal with those types of coworkers or, or clients or or customers or I mean we all interact with somebody like that, whether it's you know, in your, your daily
0: drive or you know, something, um in you know, someone the, once told me that you will meet an asshole at least once a day. But if you're meeting nothing but assholes, you might be the asshole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh no. That, that that definitely means I've been the asshole before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and you know what? That's okay. I can I can handle that. I'm I'm human. Um I know that I I go out of my way to well I, I don't want to say I go out of my way. It's not hard to be a nice guy or a nice person. Um it's really not. Um and I know that you know this this comes up almost on a weekly basis when I interact with customers or team members at my job and um you know, it's like I try to I try to be as transparent and honest as I can and I try to treat others the same way that I want to be treated. Uh so if I'm um having a conversation with somebody, I try to not inter interrupt them, give them a chance to make their statement or make their questions and then I go back and and you know it's like conversation 101 that you learned back in elementary school. You know, you wait until the end uh and you hear that punctuation in the conversation. And that's the thing is that you're 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 not always talking to somebody of the same um uh, intellect or caliber or or mannerism. So you have to kind of know who your audience is to an extent, right? And you you kind of get it. That's why everybody does introductions in the in the beginning of a meeting. Um you can pretty much size up who's going to be, you know, a chatty person who's going to be difficult to pull information out of just by what they say uh in their um introduction. So sometimes not, you know, it's like a 50-50 right so i always try to do the the same thing which is speak to other people the way i want to be spoken to um and be honest about my skill set or my intentions on the conversation or uh try to be understanding to their needs um and not not just be saying it because i'm blowing smoke up their ass i'm I'm really just trying to get a feel for what they're going through and then put myself in their shoes. Um, I think it kind of touches a little bit on what we discussed a little bit of uh, in our podcast last week of what it takes to be a good IT person. Um, Being able to understand the client's issue is definitely one of those things that makes you a good problem solver. Um, but I also take a, being a perfectionist, um, and that it is certainly not me bragging. (laughs) Um, but you know, you could take that and, and apply that to your personal life too. Um, you know, I'm, I'm nice to the checkout lady at, at the grocery store.
0: Um, oh yeah, sure. Those people get shit all day
2: long. Yeah, and it just makes you feel nice when you are nice, and then they're nice, and then they're nice to the next person, and maybe somewhere down that line, somebody who really needs somebody to be nice to
1: them is getting that, and it makes their day, you know? Um, I do the same thing with my kids, you know? I... I had, I
2: still have those moments where I just like any other parent, I'm like, uh, I had kids for what reason again? Um, but I try to, (laughs) don't let them hear that. (laughs) I try to, uh, well, I, I'm in closed doors at the moment, but I, I still try to do the same thing of like, I want to try, try to see my son's problem or my daughter's problem there from their perspective. Let me walk in their shoes for a second. We've we've all been kids before, but a parent can't be exactly 100% understanding to their child's perspective. Because when we were kids, our perspective was vastly different, even though we've all been that age before. So, yeah, before I go off on a tangent, yeah. Dealing with dickheads is never fun, but you kill them with kindness and and you get two things out of that. One, you continue to be the better person. Uh because hopefully that's all what we all strive to do. Um and speaking from experience, I I know that you're a good guy. Um and secondly, is if you continue to treat them with a level of professionalism and good manners and you're nice to them, maybe it will rub off one day where they're like, oh, my God, I think I'm being a jerk. You know, and they have this a, epiphany moment and they're just like, I got to change the way that I treat my coworkers.
0: Well, I I still have a breaking point because, I, I mean, as much as you want to kill someone with kindness – there's a point where I just have to walk away because you you can't convi- kill him convince. Kill them with kindness
2: until you well, want to kill them.
0: <laughs> no, it's. You can't convince a person that thinks they're right that they're wrong. You know? It, no, I know. Better, I'm married. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the more of a, the, the, a more um, non PC way of saying that would be you can't convince a dumb person they're dumb. So you know there's no point in going through that effort of of trying to change their mind and i sort of feel the same way certain personalities people you will always clash heads with just because they're that sort of that sort of person they somewhere along the line feel some gain some sort of sense where they feel like they they're self entitled and then they hang on to that and they just carry it through everything that they do and it i yeah i that or you know he's 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 uh, emotionally compartmentalizing and sort of putting me in in this section of this guy is works for a service that I use so you know I I pay his paycheck so you he's got to do what I say and take how I give it I, I've I've worked with lawyers that are like that
2: I well um, we've I think we've all worked with people that can be like that and that's just a toxic situation um. Overall, um, I had a funny comment,
0: <laughs> and it escaped me. But uh, well, it was to one fill the- that hole. I'm going to say that you just sound beautiful today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you stroking me,
2: or are you stroking my ego? Both. <laughs> uh, okay. Um
0: but but no no I mean seriously I don't know what you did to your microphone but but you sound beautiful today.
2: Oh I well one I moved it closer to my mouth. Um I'm I'm <laughs> practicing.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm practicing getting more comfortable with having a phallus shaped device in front of my mouth.
0: Just pretend you're given head. Well so mine looks like a penis <laughs> almost but yours is a ball. Um yeah, it's, it's, um, it's quite massive. <laughs> if you can only see the way he's laughing right now.
2: <laughs> I, I just took a hit off of my vape when you said that and I choked on the smoke.
0: <laughs>
1: the
2: vape. Oh, so. Oh. Uh. So now that my neck hurts and I can't see um so uh I have a confession to make
0: Okay, you're not leaving me, are you? Oh, fuck no. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> um I've already made it very oh, clear
2: I... um that uh I I've contemplated if I was going to contemplate divorcing my wife, I would leave her for you. But oh! but not from not not because I think you can satisfy me sexually. <laughs> oh, fuck that. No. You can, I, if we were... you can satisfy me with everything else. Um I would just have to become very um I'd have to have an escort service.
0: Well, I mean we, <laughs> you you'd have to get your <laughs> you'd have to get your your kicks from from the alley behind the Quick Stop, because we'd both be in a Jay and Silent Bob situation, <laughs> hetero life mates. Except I don't know which one would be Jay and which one would be Bob, but. Well, I
2: I'm just gonna say that you've you've thinned down a lot, so um I'm probably gonna have to go the route of Silent Bob. I have the trench coat.
1: Okay. Uh, Now,
0: the fuck, fuck,
2: (laughs) he's lost weight, too. So I'm almost. Well,
0: yeah, Kevin Smith looks like a different person.
2: Yeah, I'm well, I've I've luckily I've never been that big and he wasn't even. Well, he was heavy, like really heavy at, at one point. Like, I think he was almost 300 pounds. Um. During during the clerks phase, I think he was about three hundred. Um, speaking of weight, um, I've lost three pounds in the last week. You what what? I lost three pounds in the last week. All right, congratulations, really? sir. Like real pounds, right? Not because
0: like not I because of the you... bathroom or something, dude. That shit's real. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know it is. I know it is. Like you
2: can. Uh, um, back when we were working together at, at our former company, and we would go on the 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 outings, um, where you you know we would travel to some destination. But oh, yeah, I'm the, not
0: the, the software conferences. Yeah, the software
2: conferences. I am okay. So I am not a go out to a bar, and go to another bar, and go to another. I am not that kind of person. Never have been. Um, but a lot of them were, and so like, that was a new way of doing it for me. I don't know what bar hopping was. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I'm a really cheap date, you know, two, two, three beers and I'm good. You know, I've got a decent buzz, six beers in and I'm not walking three seats of the wind. Yeah. So. I had never been that intoxicated in my life. And we went to... Um, uh, we went somewhere in, in Michigan. And we was just like barred. We started at a bar at like 6 o'clock. And it was like 10 or 11. And we had to walk four or five blocks to our next destination. And... I couldn't even feel the bottoms of my feet like I was that intoxicated. Um damn.
3: damn.
2: Yeah, when I remember like I just I ate everything I could that night to try to prolong uh the alcohol consumption, right? And try to balance it out. Um and so what do you do when you drink alcohol, you can you consume a lot of carbs. Right To soak it up and, and disperse it through your body
0: uh, best And
1: made. I
2: remember Going to the bathroom later that weekend And I was like I literally feel like I just lost A small child uh, um.
3: yeah, you, <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you, you lose a lot of <laughs> was There just, was a child in my belly
2: But I no. don't know where it went to we were staying in a really nice hotel, and I was like, is this going to be one of those situations in my life where I got to call this, you know, semi-elderly woman into my, my hotel room and go, well, the toilet won't flush. I don't know why, <laughs> and and try to you act ignorant. Um. And then meanwhile, she's like plunging the toilet for an hour, having to smell, you know, what came out of me.
0: It's what? flushing again Mr. Anderson.
2: <laughs> That's a really weak toilet. Your toilet goes
0: shh. <laughs> <And> mine goes whoosh.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those uh uh water-saving toilets. So it just goes... You can, you can you can piss faster than
2: it can flush. I remember when we moved in to the house that we're living in, um, the previous tenant, or the landlord, one of the two, had done that to one of the toilets. They put one of those economy... Oh, God. Uh, ...flush mechanisms in the in the tank and um somebody used the bathroom in it and then flushed the toilet and of course it didn't flush because it doesn't it doesn't perform like a normal toilet and i was like all right that's got to go and i went immediately i went to lowe's (laughs) down the street and i I was like i need something that'll throw six or seven (laughs) gallons at it Uh, (laughs) i'm like i'll pay for the water um but yeah i mean since then i had to change it out because uh those things are apparently not made well
0: (laughs) no they're not
2: and i got really hard water so uh since then we've had to add a water softener but that doesn't go to your uh when they add when they hooked up the water softener it didn't go to the, the, the plumbing that goes to the toilet. And I'm like, why do you got oh, yeah, ha- to go to your main? Yeah, I, I was like, well, wait a second that I still have to combat the hard water stains in the toilet bowls and shit. And I'm like, why, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> why wouldn't you soften all the water that comes in the house? But why? Uh, because it makes the you use less water when you have softer water.
0: No, 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 I meant the but why, why they didn't hook it up.
2: Oh, because they're lazy. They took shortcuts. Yeah. (laughs) So I went down there and and flexed my amateur plumbing skills and fixed it. And I was really proud of myself because I did it with um, with copper pipe and solder and a blowtorch. Which was, (laughs) (laughs) that was the first time I had done it. I, I didn't know how to do it. I watched like 12 hours of YouTube videos on how to do it. Uh, and I learned how to become a plumber in 12 hours. Right on. I'm not a certified plumber, so... Um, yeah. But I also had to figure out one year, in the dead of winter, how to replace the circuit board on the uh, furnace. Um, and that was sketchy as crap because it's a gas furnace. And so I, I had the instant fear of, if I fuck up, it's going to blow up. Ha ha ha! <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> and it didn't help that i was voicing my concern to my wife who already hates gas appliances
0: Wait, you were talking out loud you're like all right oh, bro yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know me fuck this up we're gonna blow up
2: um boom yeah no but you know what you know it, Yes, there is that fear, like, you got to make sure you're doing it right, but it doesn't really work like that. Because um, I watched my landlord come over, and he's like, no, it's totally safe. Watch, I can show you how to check for a leak. And he takes the lighter out of his pocket, <laughs> flicks the lighter, and puts it up to the pipe and finds a pinhole. What the fuck? And a f- with a flame coming out of it, and he was like, see, you got a leak right there. I don't think that's... I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, blow it out! <laughs> and he's like, well, you don't have to blow it out. You just turn this right here, and it shuts the gas off to that
0: line. And I was like... I don't think... Don't let my wife know the... that you did that. Yeah, well, I mean, just period. I don't think that's how you're... That sketch is fucked, yo. <laughs> <laughs> if there were a serious leak, you could have blown up. Well, yeah. So... What
2: most people don't know is that residential, at least from a residential perspective, I don't, I would assume it's the same commercially, but the gas lines that come into your house are natural gas and they're treated with uh, sulfur so that the gas has a smell.
0: Yes, yes, that's a, that's a regulation.
2: Yes. So I have a shitty sense of smell. I can't. I can hardly smell my coffee
0: brewing. Um, uh, my girlfriend's sister, <coughs> she caught, uh, COVID recently. <sighs> She's running around the house because she can't tell if there's a fire or not because she can't smell. Yeah. yeah. To me, I don't, um, like I can smell strong things, right?
2: <coughs> um,
0: I promise I took a shower. <laughs>
2: I can smell strong scents uh, most of the time. And I can smell them if they're faint, but I have to be really close to the source. My wife, on the other hand, can be in one part of the room or one part of the house and a cat can go to the bathroom. And she was like, oh, one of the cats
1: just went to the bathroom. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Matthew, you're muted.
2: <laughs> you're muted. Now you're not.
0: My, my, I mean, oh I had it reversed. Oh God. <laughs> I was saying <laughs> women have a superpower and it's smell it's even more it's it's even it's amplified when they're pregnant.
2: Yeah, yeah, and my wife has a very good sense of smell and um yeah it's just it's one of those constant things in our marriage where she's like, what is that smell? And I'm like, I don't know. What's it smell like? She was like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I
0: can't help you then because <laughs> I don't smell what you're smelling. For the uh, last three weeks, mine's telling me you smell like pickles. I'm like, what? <laughs> she's, what like, the hell? <laughs> she's like, she's you, like, you smell like you smell like dill. And I'm like, all I'm doing is drinking coffee. She's like, it's probably coming out through your pores. So I stopped drinking coffee. And she's like, "You still smell like pickles." And I smelled it one day. I smelled it on me, and the only thing that I put on was my deodorant. Your, my deodorant. Pickle-scented deodorant. My deodorant didn't smell like anything to me, but to her, it smelled like pickles. So I had to change the brand. Uh, they were out of the brand. They were out of the the, the kind that I usually get. Uh, down, down, down at the store, down at the general store, they they were out of out of the deodorant that I usually get, so uh, I had to get a substitute. So uh, I I promptly threw that away as soon as they they came in down at the five eleven with uh with my deodorant that I usually eat. <laughs> I put put on, not eat, put up, put on, put on, put on, put on, put on. Put on. And Brian is silently typing, staring into <laughs> his screen. Now he's um, coming. Oh God! What,
2: what do you what? What deodorant do you wear? I don't know this about you. So for, if we're ever for, gonna for live l- together, I need to know. Legal
0: purposes. I, I I don't I don't know that. I'm allowed to say.
2: Jesus Christ, uh, not, Actually, you. Nothing I, I told or you wear Old Spice? Okay.
0: Yeah, Old Spice. I, I now,
2: like now the. You the do the like the high endurance one, or do you just do the normal one?
0: Uh, I like the the wolf horn. Wolf horn? Okay. Uh, I used to like the dragon blast because it made me smell like a bakery, but um the most recent run of it made me smell like pickles. So um I can't get the dragon blast anymore. It's back to the Wolfhorn, which to me smells like candy. And to my lady, I I did just it's I smell like a guy. So
2: I um I stopped having the ability to use regular like store bought deodorant because um my body is now allergic to the aluminum uh,
0: ingredient aluminum that's zirconium? in huh aluminum zirconium
2: yes oh so yeah I can't I can't do that it makes my it makes my pores basically uh become very irritated in my uh arm uh, armpits so i have switched to i've tried a, a few different products um some uh, i think i've tried uh a, the deodorant line by uh dollar shave club is the one i'm getting ready to try i've tried another one by um why? Why is it called Dollar Shave Club if it's like forty bucks? You know what? Just because I think when they started, um,
0: you could get a razor for a dollar or something like that. Oh, um, okay. Sorry, I was just—it just that is something I have always wondered. But I mean, it's not for me. It's not forty bucks. I get,
2: I get eight razors or eight cartridges sorry i get two cart two packs of four razors each every two months and it's like 12 bucks so it's like six dollars a month um and that's pretty reasonable uh because if i continued to buy quality store-bought ones it would be like 15 bucks uh for a pack um but I don't shave like every day um i guess to to people who shave every day I mean, and everybody likes to shave differently straight razor electric um or uh disposable or whatever um they all have their pros and cons, i guess but um I've invested more money in to my Dollar Shave Club because my wife uses the same things that I use. And I was like, she was like, "Well, it's not for girls." And I was like, "Fuck that. If it's good enough for me, it's good enough for you and vice versa." Right? Now, I don't use her her you know, uh, hygiene products because a lot of them smell girly so to speak. You know, they smell floral or, like, baby powder. I don't want to smell that way.
0: Plus, I don't think you have a need for
1: tampons or pads. You don't know that. Uh. Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, funny, funny you could story. use one to stop a nosebleed.
3: <laughs>
2: no, okay, funny story. When I had my back surgery uh, five years ago, um, on my L5, the part, the the scar that they left where they went in and mi- microscopically did the surgery, it bled and it drained because I actually had a cord that went from the outside of my body around my spinal cord and down to the site where the surgery took place to drain the excess fluid that was building up. And Whoa. I ran out of the gauze pads that they gave me at the hospital and <laughs> because she doesn't drive I was like well I got to have something tissues not going to work yeah. so I just stuck a maxi pad to the lower back <laughs> of my back for a couple days in a row until my mom came over and and took me to the pharmacy but yeah it, I mean they're great and they I see I see the I see the natural progression of how they were first used in, you know, in wartime on the, on the field to treat bleed wounds. Right. I I get it. Um, and then when they get the, you know, the guy got home and he was like, my wife could use these. Um, and it, you know, be better than what they were doing before more sanitary, Which is why they're called sanitary napkins. But um, don't get me started on why people have to pay tax on that bullshit. Okay. So, yeah. My belief (sighs) is that if you don't pay tax
1: on toilet paper, you shouldn't have to pay tax on that shit either. But that's all I'm going to say. All right. So, right. um, I told you I had a confession, which is I
2: did not take the oppor- the time this week to watch uh Tim Burton's Batman.
0: oh man, I but, watched it and I watched my favorite animated spinoff and uh I watched all the extras again and listened to the commentary We can still talk about it, but i I just. I only suggested that you watch it just to be fresh on it, unless you you don't want to do that.
2: No, that's fine. I can still talk about it, because <coughs> I've seen that movie a ton. No, um, I have, too. And um, there's plenty of things I could say about it uh, in a variety of ways. So, let's go for it.
0: Okay. I was just, you know, thinking... Um, <laughs>
1: Well One it's either that we or... we both
0: love batman and 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 specifically that
1: movie uh, i mm, what hey, so i I do like batman
0: um, i don't I mean know i'm not if... like butt crazy about him but
1: no, <laughs> no, no but
2: i don't i don't know if I like Batman the same as I used to when I was a kid because oh, now as okay. an adult i kind of see like i mean a lot of a lot of what makes batman his character it's self-inflicted a lot
0: of it oh oh yeah for sure he he yeah <laughs> I mean, he he's got split personalities and you know he's got more than that but i mean he does definitely has some mental health issues
2: <laughs> that have led him down the and path and alfred
0: just adult. enables him
2: yes um it, it's it's really cool to because so one of my favorite pieces of the literature is Jekyll and Hyde right and Batman is kind of like a very good representation of what Jekyll and sure. Hyde did right um
1: I like the Batman movies and stories that build that
2: Um, the reactive and almost necessary relationship between him and joker because that's how the original comic started is they kind of needed each other they just neither one of them would admit it Uh, i think joker got more closer to that idea that he's like you can't get rid of me you need me
0: you know Oh yeah, he's gone through that diatribe many times. <clears throat> he he did that in um in Dark Knight. Um, he did that in uh, the animated series. Uh, the the first one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he did that in in the uh, he taunted uh Batman about that when in the episode or in the the cinematic movie um a Death on the Family. The, the one where they actually go over how he killed Jason Todd. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> the the and now the only one that, that 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 has has labeled them as recursive creators, uh, is the Tim Burton Batman because that's where Tim Burton's the one. I don't know if it was him per se. I don't re- remember, but the writer the the writer writer of the script says he was hands off on the decision that they made joker the creator of batman and batman the creator of joker
2: yes i would agree with that so okay so here's what one of the topics i was going to talk about which is um so i'm a child of the late 80s and early 90s which means I didn't get to experience Cesar uh Romie, Romero's version of Joker as much <clears throat> because he played he played him in the television series
0: uh back in the 60s right the one with the <laughs> excuse me Adam West and Burt Ward yeah
2: so I know that Jack Nicholson's version of Joker was uh, very modeled after his uh, after Caesar's costume
0: and mannerisms, even their makeup was very similar. Yeah, it was. Um, but the darkness that Jack Nicholson brought to it, I think he he pulled that from his experience in The Shining. Because I noticed that last night, his his version of Joker is very very mad. The way his character goes mad in, in The Shining.
2: Yeah, if if I had to rank like the top three portrayals of Joker, I would say Jack Nicholson is my favorite.
0: Oh God, yes. Uh,
2: followed by um, Hamill in the animated series. Oh yes, oh, all right. And man. and then yeah. I would say that. Give it to me. <laughs> it's I your... mean, we're
0: we're on par together. You
2: need a towel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not yet <laughs>
2: um, And then I would say my third best Or my third favorite is Heath
0: Um Okay yeah I need that towel now Cause I, I agree with you On all three of those points The thing I liked about Heath Is
2: he was He was dark And never bright Right He was just all the dark pieces That you could be Um A lot of that, I think, had to do with um, Christopher Nolan's influence, which was very different than Tim Burton's. Um, You can obviously tell the stories were similar, right? They're Batman and Joker, right? But at the same time, Tim Burton can be dark, but it come off like a cartoon, even if it's not a cartoon.
0: Does oh, that makes yeah. sense. Just look at Charlie, Cho- Char- uh, Char- Charlie, and the Chocolate Factory.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's like or Sleepy watching, Hollow. It's like watching um Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner. When you were a kid, you didn't see all the darkness in that.
0: Oh God, no! I didn't see the darkness in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I I was just like do 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 do. This is animated. Oh no, it's stop go. It's claymation. This is so fun. You yeah, know. and then you're an adult, and you're like, this is some sick, twisted shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Frankenweenie. I mean, <laughs> all, uh, I mean, Tim Burton is a poster child for, you know, when you're a kid, it's all just, you know, do-do-do-do-do. But when you're an adult, you're like, oh, my God, that is so dark. Well, like Edward I remember the, hands. First time,
2: the first time I watched Nightmare Before Christmas, which, <clears throat> to anybody listening, Nightmare Before Christmas is the quintessential Halloween and Christmas movie. Mm. Right behind, maybe the Die for, or, or uh, um, uh, die Hard, right? And what? Die Hard's only a Christmas
0: movie to, to certain people. And not it's, to me. It and isn't really. Nightmare Before Christmas for me is just a Halloween movie. I don't see it as a Christmas movie. No, it, it's a Christmas movie for me and for okay. my family uh we
2: watch it we watch it every christmas eve we watch it every halloween um but when i was a kid and the characters were introduced in the in the show i was like so that's what the boogeyman looks like as an adult i'm like man the boogeyman is a sick son of a bitch cuz he literally wants to kill santa claus you know um But, yeah, getting back to the Joker in Batman. So the thing I liked about Heath Ledger's portrayal is how dark and, like, psychotic his portrayal was. Oh, yeah, he played him like a modern psychopath. He played him like a modern psychopath and had that... He did a really good job playing into that mob scene
1: kind of uh, element, right? And then I I mean I don't know if I need to say
2: anything about Hamill's representation of the Joker in the animated series. I mean the it's laugh just spot on yeah, the laugh is iconic. It is perfect. You can't hear that laugh and mistake it for anything else. He did a little bit of that um thing. It whoever wrote the part for that character in the animated series really captured a lot of what modern comedy is where it's self-deprecating he would self-deprecate his own shortcomings and and use those as excuses for his behavior like it was okay and obviously it's not but in his world it justifies his behavior to to be the sick twisted person
0: um, that that whole character, you know, of Hamels followed through into the um, uh, uh, uh um, Arkham, Arkham Knight and then the the Arkham City and uh, Arkham Asylum that that whole Arkham trilogy of video mm-hmm. games, yeah, that, that his Joker and that was dead on the same as. The The animated animated one, except that he took he was able to take it even a little bit darker because, you know, it was an eighteen plus video game.
2: Yes, definitely. The, The Arkham Knight series, uh, I would love to see, um, movie representations of those. I think it would be fantastic. Uh, and I would think it would be an excellent way for DC Comics to flex their R rating movie genre. Um.
0: Could it be animated.
2: Yeah, no, to to do like the you live Knight. action. Yeah, the Arkham Knight storylines from the video games, but do them in a movie, and turn turn everything up to eleven. You know, go go for the full R rating, lots of gore, uh, because the com- I'm a little bit comic book ignorant. I never was really in really big into comic books i knew what they were i knew that most of these characters came from comic books
0: but i only had some batman comics i had mostly marvel x-men and spider-man comics <laughs> see i knew there was a reason i loved you <laughs> <laughs> well i'm just thinking i mean i would like to see a movie like that as well but that so, means well, batman was... wouldn't be able to reprise their roles true that is very true uh
2: um, Batman was the only DC comic figure that I ever was like, I like this and I can identify with some of the traits of the characters. And I like the, um, I like, uh, the, the set pieces in, in the way that they were portrayed. I like the Gothic style, right? Um, there was a well, lot yeah, of they things they very
0: much followed through with that gothic, you know, sort of um uh, I forget the the specific architecture style, but you know, it, it was sort of retro ni- or re- retro uh, um 50s combined with um a futuristic
1: gothic style. Yes.
2: Uh so and then finally we have you know Jack Nicholson um it was probably a perfect storm of a situation that uh my the age uh, that I was as a child when it came out and when I got to see it that you're, you you got I was,
0: the VHS for Christmas
2: <laughs> I was 12 so you're very impressionable at that age. And I can probably trace a lot of things that I like as an adult back to the things that I was turned on to when I was 10 to 13. Um, and then, you know, by the time you're 13, 14 years old, you've made all your choices. <laughs> very little of them are going to change um, unless you're lying to yourself. But. He he really played well with this over the top extravaganza of a person. Um he, he was untouchable, I'm unkillable, even though he isn't. Um but that's part of his character is he scares you into thinking that he's mightier than the sword, right? Um and he did the same thing that Hamill did later on with the animated series, which is the, an iconic laugh for that character and that portrayal of that character. Nobody else has gotten close to this Jack Nicholson laugh outside of maybe Mark Hamill. But if you listen to the laughs that they each do, they each have the same kind of... Um, like... <laughs> They they each have that. Jack Nicholson had a touch of that giggle. And you were like, he's not giggling because it's fucking funny. Right. Right. Uh, Hamill would laugh because it was funny or not funny. And then Heath would laugh. And if he laughed. It was not good he didn't laugh because he was getting enjoyment out of something he was laughing because of the way you are going to perceive a situation and he was laughing at you not at the situation so i i liked all of them how they reacted differently with who the joker was um i know that i know that nolan has gotten some shit um over the way he wrote his trilogy of batman movies um
0: I don't know if I really buy into it. I enjoyed them. Oh, I loved um, them. I thought they, I thought they were great. They, I didn't think they compared to the first Batman and Batman Returns. But
2: well, yeah, and I, I'm one of those people. I liked Batman, Batman Returns. I liked Batman and Robin. I liked the entire '90s Batman
0: movie genre, um, film series, but. They were I all like, enjoyable, but and they can all be critiqued in their own way.
2: Yeah, I know that, like, <laughs> I go back Bad and I Apple watch orders. them now. I go back and I watch them now, and it's like, you know, Jim Carrey as the Riddler and Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, okay. as, as Iceman. And I'm just like, <sighs> like, I get the casting was great, but the set pieces were not as great as they were in Batman and Batman returns. Like the the Iceman set pieces, things that were supposed to be metal and they were floppy pieces of foam that would move on
0: camera. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they tried to live up to um they 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 tried to cut corners where where Burton was like full throttle. And I know. And so
2: and that's that's the shitty part is that you had Arnold Schwarzenegger as that character who could have worn a much heavier costume. He had the stature for it. And if you, if you go back and you look up some interviews uh, from Schwarzenegger about those movies, you know, he was just happy to do the movie because he enjoyed being able to step out of the normal role that he was always pigeoned for. Um, He makes a great villain. But he also makes a great good guy, you know. Um, but he's strong and bulky and he can hold 60 to 80 pounds of weight.
0: No yeah, problem. That, that really irritated me because, you know, I, I'm a kid. I'm watching the animated series. You see Mr. Freeze in the cartoon and he's the slim guy just wearing some sort of uh, Iceman outfit. Um, they did the same thing in in the uh, Arkham Video game series where where Mister Freeze was a slim, pretty slim guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. But th- when they made him, uh, Mister Freeze in the in the movie, I that really irritated me. Same thing with Tommy Lee Jones. I was pissed they made him, uh, Two Face because in the first movie you had Billy Dee Williams, Lando Calrissian, as as Harvey Dent, and it's yeah. like they destroyed a lot of the continuity. Each director after Burton tried to make it their own, but keep it Burton-esque, and they failed horribly.
2: So that's the thing I like about the Burton films. Is nobody else can do what Burton did. You can't reboot a Burton film because you're not Tim Burton. Right? right. That's like somebody trying to right. go out and reboot a Mel's Brooks film. It's not going to work. You're either going to piss somebody off or it's going to be really bad.
0: Like with Toy Story, I mean, unless you're John Lasseter, there's no one who can reboot those those fucking movies. Or no. even, um, oh, uh, his name is G- Joss Whedon. He wrote, the, he he worked on the script for the first Toy Story.
2: Yes. And and nope. he's worked
0: on many. different I wouldn't shows. have guessed that
2: he, in a million years.
0: He he also wrote a a script once for uh, Roseanne. Wow.
2: Um. So I. Yeah. No, I liked um. I liked J Jared Leto's portrayal of Joker. Um. Obviously not as much as the other three, but yeah, I yeah he like was okay. It. Um. He
1: didn't have he didn't have a lot of camera time. Um. But. Overall, I thought. As far as Joker goes, he captured
2: you know an older version of Joker I guess even though he's not old you know he's been through the ringer a few times and he's more psychotic than he is uh you know all together in his he has all of his faculties with him you can tell in that in the suicide squad he's missing a few screws um and he can't find see- them ever
0: yeah I'm not... I didn't really care for him that much. Did you see uh, the the spinoff Joker? I haven't seen it yet. It is pretty phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. Like, he makes it very believable that you could go from this very very plain person who's been bullied all his life until he just snaps. And... His evolution to jokerhood it's I really enjoyed it i I, I liked it not as much as I liked uh, birds of prey because you know harley Quinn <laughs> with the
2: yeah Mar- we won't get started with Harley Quinn because Margot Robbie
0: it, is as Harley Quinn is just absolutely phenomenal. perfect
2: absolutely perfect uh I could kind of look at her all day. Uh, she could clean yeah. out a sewer and I would watch it. <laughs> uh, just let the chips fall where they are.
0: Um, did you have any Batman toys? Oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. kind of Batman toys did you have?
2: Well, first of all, I had plenty of Lego Batman sets. Um, And I think I had a few of the cars. Because Did you have the
0: the the bat jet uh, from the movie that was kind of like a gun you you held it like oh, a gun oh yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I used to use it in the tub which was probably the wrong way to use it uh... because in the movie <laughs> in the movie right he goes after penguin and he does that little like skim across the water
0: oh yeah
2: so I always tried to recreate that in the tub and pretend that the bubbles in the tub were the like the rocks and stuff and. Here he comes <laughs> <laughs> I I like the penguin as a villain
0: um, oh, Danny probably, DeVito is absolutely amazing
2: I, I think you could probably do another Batman movie with the penguin in there But everybody will compare it to the uh, Don, uh,
0: Danny DeVito role um, And nobody's going to get close Dude, the guy that played Oswald Cobblepot in the oh, yeah. series and the guy that played him um in the uh in the Telltale series. Yep. Both were just phenomenal. I like Telltale. Um
2: Everything Telltale
0: does I like. The first one was very it fit in with the campy mood. <laughs> <laughs> in the 70s
2: I'm okay with Campy I I really am because Well <makes noise> I think you and I kind of grew up Where Campy movies were In their prime Um Campy movies also got me to appreciate And like a lot of B movies Um Whereas nowadays I I don't really give them the attention that That they're due
1: But um yeah. <laughs>
3: what are you
0: doing? <laughs> well, you know, I was getting a little flustered over here with our conversation. I, everything you're saying is perfect. Exactly
2: what you would say. Yeah. Now, um, let's take let's let's switch gears for just a second while we're on the topic of superheroes. My all-time favorite superhero is Iron Man. Shocker. My least favorite, and this is going to probably insult you, is S- Superman. Wait, you, who?
0: He's your least? Yeah.
1: Do, 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 do. I I, don't I particularly
0: can't, care for him. I can't. He's very stand... self entitled. <laughs> he's very think... pretentious too. He's like. I get magical powers from the sun. I'm better than any of you Earthlings. But on any other planet, I would be a weakling.
2: Well, so I uh, I discovered what superheroes were, like any other person does when they're in their uh, adolescent youth. And I identified with Batman. I identified with Superman. I identified with Iron Man and a bunch of other characters. I could never identify with Superman. Actually, Superman represented everything I hated about all the dumb shits at school. And I'm like, "Great. They made a superhero version of the assholes that I have to deal with." That's fantastic. Why would you do that? But when I saw
1: the 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 the, the um
2: um the newest Batman movies, where um they did uh the Superman is dead story tri- storyline,
0: the Batman versus Superman.
2: Yeah, and okay. I'm like, see
0: now that I can get behind. Dude, Batfleck was pretty badass. He kicked righteous ass. If anything, I, his combat scenes were just everything I've ever wanted to see from a Batman they, movie.
2: They really were. Uh, um, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to look this up. Hold on.
0: Sure, I, uh, I did. I, I have to admit, I fell asleep the first time I watched Batman vs Superman. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's very dry. I mean, it's a, it's a good. Well, I don't want to say good. It's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie. Um, okay, so.
2: We're going to talk about Batman characters, right? I liked Val Kilmer. Anything
0: within the Batman cinema, well, Batman universe, I guess. I only say cinematic universe because I am only familiar with... Um, I've only read a handful of, of Batman and Joker comics, so I...
2: True. I... As far as actors who have portrayed Batman, I like Val Kilmer. I... I didn't dislike. He was
0: great. Him.
2: Oh yeah, I I didn't dislike George Clooney, but I don't he is, think it he had the cheesiest line. As good of a cast.
0: And George Clooney had the cheesiest line. Put it on the back <laughs> card. Like what the fuck is that? I. <laughs> that, that's called
2: sponsorship. That's called paying the bills. Um, I I loved Michael Keaton's obviously. Oh. Um, yeah. I didn't, um, I liked Christian Bale and George Clooney about equally. I liked Ben Affleck's version and I'm, I'm really excited to see what Robert Pattinson brings to the table as Batman.
0: I don't Did think finally pick him.
2: Yeah. I think he's going to be a good mix of, uh, the, the physical bruteness that Batman has, And the brutality that he is capable of But I think he's also going to Harken back to the Val Kilmer and Michael Keaton type of Being like a man's man A a gentleman Even in the cowl He can still be that dark mysterious character And scare you without having to touch you But he can also touch you And scare the f out of you too Right? Bad touch, bad touch And I'm not a fan of Twilight At all
0: Oh well, I was gonna say he he went from from Harry Potter all the way now to Batman, Twilight to Harry, to Batman, not Harry Potter. No, he started in Harry Potter. He was Cedric really? Diggory. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's right. Uh, he but died
0: yeah, in Goblet of Fire.
2: I like Patterson as an actor. I've seen some of his other movies that weren't his rise to fame movies, and he's a great actor. Um. Just Twilight like, movies um, never happened.
0: huh. The Twilight movies never happened.
2: Yeah, just in my opinion, the Twilight just never happened. Um, and I, I'm not hating on Twilight. Like, if you like it, that's great.
0: Um, yeah, I just prefer to, I reject it from my reality and substitute it with my own.
2: Yeah, in my own from reality, reality,
0: and substitute it is, with
1: my own. I like the way Anne Rice. Portrays vampires So interview with a vampire And queen of the dam that, That's a vampire To me
2: Bram Stoker that's a vampire Twilight what about Underworld Underworld yes Twilight not vampire sale.
0: Oh my god she was am- thing, amazing Here's
2: the thing Best thing that Twilight did Was their portrayal of werewolves
0: LCD That was guy. Huh? All CGI.
2: <laughs> I, whatever it is, but they did a good job at doing the werewolf part. The vampire part was I, not good.
0: I disagree. I think they missed it all. Uh, at every bar that they had the opportunity to hit the Twilight, they just came in way down under the ground. The only series that I really loved, um, Vampire Diaries, and uh, the originals,
2: yeah, because they you port, and my wife, <laughs>
0: vampires and witches and werewolves, just spot on in my opinion. Uh, I, the only I other never series that it. did it, Buffy, didn't do it so great with va- or with werewolves, but I thought they did it okay with vampires. Oh,
3: um,
0: yeah. Anybody
2: who d- dislikes Buffy, I don't know if I can have you in my house.
0: My girl, she don't like Buffy. No, she hates Buffy. She hates <gasps> Buffy because her co- uh, uh, um, a mutual friend of ours and her roommate in college, she made her watch Buffy and Angel all the time when it was on. <laughs> and she's just not that much of a girly girl. Not yeah. saying that Buffy's a girly girl thing, but on average... Um, See,
2: I, I didn't watch... Uh, I didn't regularly watch Buffy and... And Angel, even though I knew what those shows were. I spent more time watching The Charmed and...
0: I love Charmed. Um, Hate the reboot.
2: The one in Rhode Island. The show in Rhode Island. God dang it.
0: The show in Rhode Island?
2: Yeah. Family remember. Guy? Oh. Huh? Family
0: Guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy is set in Rhode Island? Isn't Cohog in Rhode Island?
2: Oh shit, yeah, you're right.
0: Um No I can't remember what it was called My wife would hate me right now uh, Are you talking about the Brandon Lee movie No it's a TV show no. I don't watch TV
2: anymore but yeah. Anyway Ooh. So yeah I mean uh, What another thing that, that made The original Batman tr- movies Out of the 90s That much more Impactful for me was how they used music to fit the style of the movie. Um,
0: Danny Elfman fucking nailed it. Nailed uh, it with that Batman anthem that just will live on for all of eternity.
2: And uh, there's not another Batman that really has the soundtrack like that did.
0: Right? That, the Christopher Nolan movies, they don't really have a soundtrack per se, and they don't well, no, really have a theme song. They made them
2: more like, like space operas, right? Where they used orchestrated music rather than uh, secular music that was in the industry. Um, similar to how Tim Burton did the same thing with Nightmare Before Christmas. Even though the movie portrays orchestrated music... Then he went out and it's like
0: all That's the, the all the soundtrack
2: all the nineties groups got together and did uh versions of the songs so in my opinion, it's not Christmas morning until I hear uh Jonathan from Corn singing about <laughs> killing Santa Claus i mean. Sadly, at some point, I'm not going to be able to play that because my daughter's going to be like, "Hey, wait a second
0: <laughs> but well yeah, I mean he did Danny Elfman did a great job at composing music and working with uh he he actually had before they actually had a movie, they sat Danny Elfman down and told him to write the lyrics to the songs, and what they did was they wrote the script of the movie around the songs that he wrote.
2: Oh wow, I didn't know that.
0: Um and he had so much fun with it he that's why he um is the voice of Jack Skellington on all the song all the all the all the um all the vocal parts um and there's the uncredited um Patrick Stewart at the beginning of the movie.
2: <laughs> yes, there is. I love Patrick Stewart in 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 all facets. I I would probably date him.
1: Um Not to mention he's a knight. I mean, how many people can say they've dated a knight?
0: Sorry, say that again?
2: (laughs) I said I would date Patrick Stewart. Oh. For sure. I think he's a fascinating person. I think he would be,
0: like, my best friend, but I don't think I would date him.
2: (laughs) I I would love to, like, he's one of those people, like...
0: Suckle on his knuckle. (laughs)
2: No, like he's one of those guys that I would like to meet and have a serious three-hour conversation with, not
0: oh, as yeah, not you know, as a yeah, fan, he...
2: but as a a human to a human. I think he's deeply intelligent. He's uh, a horrifically skilled actor. Um, I think he'd just be a fascinating person to talk to. Um, I have a growing list of people that. I would love to have a conversation with. And they don't... If you set them all in the same room, they wouldn't
0: match. Joe <laughs> Rogan is number one on my list.
2: I don't because, know if Joe Rogan's not number one, but he's up there.
0: Well, he's number one on my list because Robin Williams used to be number one.
2: i still uh, would like to have a conversation with Robin Williams, but that, that would require some mighty effort on my part.
0: Uh... You'll, you'll get to do it when you die, buddy. Don't worry. Possibly. Depends on what you believe in. <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother episode.
2: <laughs> that, that's a whole other podcast.
0: We can spend hours talking about that shit.
2: Um, hey, speaking of podcast, um, we wanna, I wanna send a shout out to everybody who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um. We're we're kind of just
0: motherfuckers.
2: (laughs) We're just kind of doing this because we want to. Yeah. Um. I got sick and tired of saying, like, dude, other people should listen to us talk. (laughs) Um. That is my only egotistical drive, uh, and I'm sorry.
0: I I just said I I've just wanted to do something creative for a while, and radio is something that I've always been interested in.
3: Uh, this
2: this next track is from an up-and-coming star.
0: <laughs> well, radio-like talk, or, you know what I mean. I, I'd like to do some vi- vi- visual media at some point. I, I've made a few videos. But... Wait, did you just say you wanted to do porn? <laughs> Not... That's visual media. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah, awesome. Thanks to all seven <gasps> listeners. Um, Matt, I just had an amazing idea. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, yeah, you should be scared. <laughs> uh,
0: okay,
1: what what what's this amazing idea of yours? Matt and Brian do a porn. How about Matt and Brian don't do a porn?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be. Okay, so every time I see your uh sweatshirt. Makes it look like it says Gravity Falls instead of oh. Grandma Phase. <laughs> yeah, Grandma Phase. Uh, I it's I keep not seeing it night. and I think
1: Gravity Falls. I'm like, well, I know what I'm watching tonight. What's Gravity Falls? What? Do you understand the
2: words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't make me whip out my Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> 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 uh Gravity Falls is a uh, an American mani- animated series on the Disney Channel and Disney XD.
1: But um I like it because it's kind of like the
2: new generation's version of Scooby-Doo. There's there's this cryptic journal that uh, the sister comes across, and they go through the journal, and they try to figure out all the mysteries of the journal. Um, and it's anything from like, you know, like Bigfoot conspiracies to aliens and all kinds of stuff. Um, I can't hear you. No, just just keep keep going. Just <laughs> just 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 keep, just keep going. That's what she said. Keep going.
0: <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
2: don't get me started with the Beavis and Butthead. I love that part of my childhood.
0: <laughs>
2: Beavis and Butthead is probably responsible for me looking at music. Um, from the outside and, and being able to appreciate music that even I don't normally listen to, but be able to uh, see things in it that
1: like, Oh, I like that. Damn Dude. kids. whack get in my tool shed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean,
2: you know, it's like Beavers and Butthead's like one part music appreciation and other part, fart and dick jokes. You know, so it's like if you're a teenager, it sort of sounds like Kevin Smith. Well,
0: there's that too.
2: Um but yeah, if you like animated shows um that are not just, you know, a noise factory, Gravity Falls is pretty cool. There's plenty of classic jokes made um kind of almost like a like a PG version of Ren and Stimpy? <laughs> yeah, you heard what I said.
3: <laughs> <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> okay. I I can't scoop a cat box without thinking about the Ren and Stimpy cartoon series.
0: I I was never allowed to watch it. Aww. And I, I had to have... Uh, The few times that I did sneak and watch it, I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. (laughs) And I just watched something else like Doug. (laughs) Well, I I like Doug, too. I love Doug. I
2: identified with Doug because I knew what it was. I knew what it was like to have a crush on somebody that was a close friend of the female persuasion that I was too terrified to. To say anything about because I didn't want to jeopardize the friendship.
0: I wore the same thing. A t-shirt, a green vest, and khaki shorts. Fuck me. (laughs) And not intentionally. I mean it just it sort of happened that way because my mom bought me those clothes. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I I was at school one day and this girl's like, Why do you dress like fucking Doug? (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, like that. I uh, I I, I think the
2: same thing. Anytime I see somebody wearing a vest.
0: Well, I am I wonder if she she didn't have a crush on me at the time because she also teased me. She's like, "Hey there, Mister Green Pants," because I I had a, my mom bought me a few pairs of green pants because they were on sale. That <laughs> so, <As> mothers do. <laughs> so. I wore green pants to school multiple days of the week. And this girl's like, weren't you wearing green pants the other day? Don't you have any other clothes? I'm like, no. And she's like, all right, Doug. <laughs>
2: all right, Doug.
0: Um, it
2: was not my
1: name. No, it's Matthew. Damn, Skippy. You like it when I say your name. <laughs> yes. Say my
0: name, say my name.
2: I don't know the rest of it, but I'm singing the tune in my head. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) too. Even though I think that played prom.
0: Say my name, say my name. Is that R. Kelly? Oh, fuck, I don't... I didn't know it's a song from the 90s. Hold on.
2: Let me look it up. Destiny's Child. Wow.
0: I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Nice shit.
2: There's a whole bunch of people going, I cannot believe he said R. Kelly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I told my girl that we did a pod that we're that we did that we're doing a podcast. Yep. I finally told her. Is she threatened by me? No. Okay. She's like, she just looked at me and she's like, okay, what's it about? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, and I giggled and I said, it's called the Dirty Nerdy Podcast. <laughs> and she just, She's like, enough like, said. She just gives me this look like, oh, oh. it's about nerd <laughs> stuff, whatever. whatever. <laughs> so you were, you were right
2: in your, uh, your assumption that she's probably never going to listen to it.
0: Yeah, probably never. I mean, she just walked away, and she's like, okay, whatever. (laughs) I was just like, I'm just letting you know. Yeah, when I
2: told my wife that we were going to do a podcast, she's like, that's cool, and then hit play on her movie.
0: (laughs) Whatever gets you to leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Well, She actually said the words the
2: other day. She was like, I need a room where nobody else can go. And I can just be alone. And I'm like, "All right, we'll pick a room and go." <laughs> like, I'm not standing in your damn way. <laughs> it's like, why you got to make a big deal about it? And she was like, "I was like, I just kind of treat it like if you have headphones on, that means don't talk to her."
0: Oh, she won't wear and, headphones.
2: Well, my my wife will, and Phones. I. I bought her a really, really nice pair of bluetooth uh wireless headphones that have a twenty hour battery uh they're really comfortable she loves them and she can go everywhere in the house and do her her daily stuff and be able to listen to her her uh vlogs or her podcasts that she listens to and stuff like that and I'm like, okay that she likes that She's weird. I can't buy her jewelry, but I can buy her headphones and computer gear and she's like, "Cool." I'm like, "All right. Mm-hmm. See, and this is this is another reason I know that I could be your life partner. It's cuz I'm really good oh. at buying <laughs> he he's like, "Oh, what? Go ahead." <laughs> I'm really good at buying technology for other people that they appreciate. Um because I don't buy shit. I try to buy good stuff, but I, I
1: don't buy, like, the big brands that get shoved down your throat either. Because, well, that's all you're buying is the brand. Um, <laughs> as as I watch you choke to death, uh, because you don't know how to
2: smoke and breathe. That's correct. <laughs>
1: No shame in my game. That's right, bitch. It's snowing outside, like, really bad. Quite nice. Yes, yes, It's
0: uh, It's snowing a bit down here, too. Yep, yep. Hooray, hooray. Big man. It's snowing.
2: I can't see out of my window it's snowing.
0: Oh, it's just like a small icy rain right now here.
1: Um but no i uh back back to what started that tangent
2: was uh you know when when you and I started doing this last week um I think our intention for the for the long run it's got me
0: is, super invigorated
2: it is um like i I listened to our podcast before we posted it on Monday. And for the first time in my life, I was like, I've never listened to myself talk as much as I just did. And it's really weird to listen to yourself talk, right? Because there's this saying like, oh, well, would you shut up? You're just talking because you'd like to hear yourself talk. But (laughs) hearing, hearing yourself talk and then hearing yourself talk on a recording are vastly two different things.
0: Yes, yes, yes,
2: um, yes. I, I, guess. I get now, I have a better understanding of why some actors and actresses do not watch their own films. Because it's weird.
0: Oh. Yeah, I was in a um, production of uh, Musical Comedy Murders in the 1940s in college. and Ooh, is that like I'm... a noir kind of thing? It's a murder mystery. It's like Clue. That would have been cool to watch. Actually, it's it's more like um, uh, uh, mur, mur, um, murder by death, which has um, uh, Capote, Capote, what what what's his name? Truman Capote. Hey, yes, yeah, there has, you go. Truman Capote, Truman Capote plays a, a role in it, and Peter Falk is in it. Uh, I believe it has, um, uh, oh gosh, the it has a number of, of, of well-known actors and actresses from from uh, the the eighties, seventies, so and
2: eighties. So I would like it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's it's really good. Anyways. Uh, it's a murder mystery uh, a live action theatrical play, and I played the part of Patrick O'Reilly, which was a Nazi uh, undercover as an Irishman. Um, and uh, uh, one of the cast members, their mother recorded our last episode or last episode, our last, pro- uh, our final production. And right. I have it on VHS still, because that was still the thing <laughs> in 2003. <laughs> um, was
2: it, though? Was it really?
0: So, but I I watched it once, and I can't really bring myself to watch it again, Um, because it's really weird to watch yourself on the screen. It's just, it's like sitting and watching your own home movies, but not, right? Yeah, because you
2: know, I can watch a home movie of my kids but then like when i get in the frame i'm like oh my god did i really move like that <laughs>
3: <laughs> is did
2: that i really that I on sound to you like and you're like because i asked my wife i'm like is this how i sound she was like what do you mean you sound like you sound what does that even mean and i'm like i don't know what do you mean <laughs> um yeah i it was just it was really weird to to experience I think everybody should do that everybody should record themselves having a conversation with somebody else and then listen to it because it it's it's a perspective that you don't experience um hearing yourself in, in a recorded fashion even if it's uber quality you know it's still different than hearing it with your own ears in real time um I don't, I've never noticed how much I smack my lips together. <laughs> um, I know why my children make fun of the way I laugh.
0: Um, There's nothing wrong with your laugh. It's sexy. I, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. Well, say it again. You,
3: <laughs> say it you again. look
0: like you're being tickled. Oh, little Brian baby's being tickled. Well, maybe I was tickled.
2: You don't know, you can't see below the microphone.
0: Did I put a tickle in your pants? <laughs> you did pants I put a tickle Did I put a tickle in your pants do do did I put a tickle in your pants do do i wanna put a tickle I gotta
1: put a tickle I wanna put a tickle in your pants do do wow That's all I got to say about that.
2: um, so I watched the um. SpaceX test launch of serial number nine um, and I shared it with you, but um, since since the launch, you know, it's like reading the comments of people like beating SpaceX up because they they're like, oh, I'll never fly on that. And I'm like, never read comments. And I'm like, "It you're missing the fucking point. It First of all, they said it's a test launch. They don't yeah, that's a whole learning scenario. They didn't expect success. They knew it wasn't going to be successful, um, but what they did find out, which is great, from the launch, the data showed the obvious issue was that the second Raptor engine never fired in, and that's what caused it to um, swing the, the the bottom around and
1: uh, you know explode on the landing pad. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh,
2: I mean, it's you. You want it to succeed in the back? Yeah, of your mind, sure. But you know that that's not what they're looking for. They're they're looking to destroy it to get data. Um, but they don't. They want to get the most bang for their buck, right? Um, and one of my colleagues said it really well. Uh. This morning where he's like uh, fail often and fail fast. Um, And I think that applies to a lot of things that require engineering. Um, I actually think it also applies really well to parenting um, because that's kind of what you do as a parent. You fail very often and you fail horribly quick. Um, (coughs) And it goes back to the saying of you got to learn from your mistakes. Um, You put those two together, and you've set yourself up for a pretty successful way of experiencing something. If you try it, and you fail at it, and you try it again, and you fail at it again in rapid succession, but each time you fail, you take note of what didn't work and what you tried. You make a change to it, and you do it again. Eventually, you're going to stop failing. And then, not only did you succeed, but now you have wisdom that you can pass on to the next person. Who's going to try to do the same thing. Um, Try,
0: try, try again, motherfucker.
2: Well, it's like When I was a musician as a teenager, and into my early adulthood, I... Once a it musician, was jammed into my. Musician. Well, I wish. Um, it was jammed into my mind by my mentors and teachers that you know practice makes perfect, and I hated hearing that as a
0: child. It doesn't. Uh, it may practice makes perfect. Practice.
2: Well, there's that. Perfect but,
0: practice makes habit. Uh,
2: I have a very analytical and logical brain, and so my expectation when i'm trying something new is i expect it to just work the way that it was taught to me and if if it doesn't work perfectly the way i expect it to i instantly you know go into this tangent of well i fucked it up i must have done something wrong not that I internalize it as I was the problem, not my method. And, uh, you know, that's spilled into my mental health
1: as an adult. So um, there's that, but without getting too dark about it, um, I I help my, my son with that, you know, being 13
2: and having that, like, where do I fit in? What's my identity, you know? Should I feel bad because I think this way or and I'm like, no, you shouldn't. You should be you. Um and uh I, I think it's important that that conversation shouldn't stop when you when you're a child. That conversation should continue on. Because we're most adults, I'd say ninety nine percent of adults, are trying something new every day that they didn't do before. In some small way, right? Um, and it, it's never going to work the first time. Uh, well, it, it, it hardly works the first time right out the gate. It doesn't mean that you have to give up. It means that you just got to try something different.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> scientific approach. <clears throat> um,
0: that's what I was going to say. The scientific method.
2: Yes. Scientific method is great because it teaches people how to think for themselves and how to analytically diagnose a situation or a process
0: um, and make uh, it successful. Yeah, it just teaches you to think logically.
2: Yeah, uh, a perfect example that I like to use is setting up a tent. And I'm not talking the the good tent. I'm talking the kind where you got to put the poles together and that shit is engineered within you know, millimeters of clearance. So those poles have to be taut around the material and all that. It's frustrating as crap.
0: You're taught.
2: <laughs> no, just, just parts of me are taught. And only when you talk to <laughs> me, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: but yeah, I,
2: you know, I, you, you can't, mm, I, I learned that I can't mm. apply my scientific method of of human emotions and scientific method do not match. Uh, oh no,
0: emotions don't really mix or match with anything. No,
2: emotions don't make any sense.
0: They're pretty pointless. That's why the Vulcans are like emotion switch off.
2: Yeah, they're they're Jedi
0: purists. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, I mean, because that's what Jedi's... uh, uh, That's their practice, right? Is that you can't let your emotions cloud your your judgment in your life. You
1: live without emotions.
0: They teach you not to embrace fear.
1: Yeah, and you can't embrace love either. Fear
0: and anger. Well, if you're a Jedi knight, okay, yes, they don't want you... I I don't know. I'm not as much down with the 411 get jiggy with it on Star Wars as I am on Star Trek.
2: Did you just mention the free information service and (laughs) free Willy (laughs) or um, Will Smith and Star Wars in the same sentence?
0: I believe I did,
2: sir. Wow. (laughs) Will Smith is on my list of people to, to have a conversation Fuck with.
0: Yeah dude, he would be awesome to talk to. Snoop Dogg.
2: Yeah, He's definitely. pretty
0: fun Snoop Dogg I think would be number he has it tied for number one with Joe Rogan for me.
2: That that's surprising to me I think.
0: I mean Snoop were- Snoop Dogg knows how to live a fucking chill life. I want to know what his secret to success and his his key to being chill all the time is
2: uh well both dr dre and and him have both said before uh they go out of their way to live a chill life because their early childhood was not chill at all mm. um they they got out of their circumstance for that reason, not to get rich and famous. They got out because they wanted to have a family. And raise a family and and do the same thing I think anybody does, right? When you grow up and you, you end up having kids, if that's what you choose to do, you never want to have the same childhood for your kids as you did. You want your childhood, their childhood, to be better than yours. Um, but when you have...
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: ...such a large contrast as to what good and bad is... um. Yeah, it it makes for an interesting character. I mean, uh, Snoop Dogg's very intelligent. Uh, he's very worldly smart, but he's also book smart. Uh, Dre is as well. Um, he has some massive technical chops when it comes to producing music that rival those of, you know, the... Uh oh god I'm forgetting his name. Not Bob Rock. Um, Moby. I don't know. I know Moby. I know who Moby is, but um, Moby's Moby's talented, but he also has a fucking mouth.
0: <laughs> you too. <laughs> bon Jovi. White Snake. Bon, bon Jovi's a He's a producer? Oh, you you said you were trying to remember a guy's name and I I I was just kinda of naming off names. Throwing out fucking names. <laughs> I don't think, you know I thought it throw spaghetti at the walls. Snoopy? So Charlie Brown? Scooby Doo
1: <laughs> R- R- Raggy Um now, I can't remember now, but um yeah.
2: I have to be careful. I don't want to talk about music too much because I keep seeing Marilyn Manson in the news and I don't want to have that conversation.
0: I just saw the headline. I don't want to talk about that. No. This is a fun, 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 fun radio show. There
2: are topics that we will not discuss on the show uh, just because,
0: you know. Nothing indecent, that's all, you know. Well
2: oh. <laughs> how do you what do you define indecent? Because we've already talked about some indecent shit. Um I mean I mean I, I have I have yeah. No, I, I
0: mean we that. have we have our shit list, so let's just stick yes. to that.
2: We have a shit list. Um so hopefully in the in the course of anything that we have or will talk about, we don't uh offend anybody and and you know that's not our intention obviously um we're not comedians i wouldn't consider ourselves comedians but i kind of i guess up. i want i want to live by that same connotation that a comedian can make a joke about something that's touchy and it's just stays as a joke
0: right yeah
2: um I'm not telling anybody how they should live or what they should believe in. I'm just talking about things that are in my life or in my headspace or things that I'm influenced by. Um, I think that's all I ever do. You know, Um, like I had a really nice conversation with a coworker about mental health and um, their journey with it and my journey with mental health and that not enough people talk about it. Um, And it really bothers me Not just because I suffer from it Or or that I have A a child that has a a Mental health disability But In mainstream Society, online and offline Mental health is still a taboo thing In most
0: countries Not just our own It's very sad
2: Um, I started to put together um
0: more people I, have mental health issues than than we realize
2: well i i want to take i want to try to do something about it um granted
0: batman uh, has some serious mental health issues
2: <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> i mean it, at the core of it and i'm not a psychology expert or anything but Anybody who would be a child at that age and watch his parents get murdered at point blank range and then the city do nothing about it, um, he lived all that. He saw the newspaper headlines every day, and I all think he, he might saw, have been
0: a masochist.
2: Well, all he saw was that crime was winning every day. That's
1: all he saw, um. and that that moment in his life defined him for the rest of
2: his life
0: oh sure yeah i mean anyone who sees all, their parents killed they're going to turn out
2: and all a rough. all forms of media of batman have pretty much portrayed the same message right that he he's a vigilante for justice yeah which means he's going to enact his own brand of justice Without going through the proper channels, so that doesn't really lend itself good to society. Because
0: he's self self-entit- entitled. He's self entitled. He's like, I'm the only one that can carry out this justice.
2: Well, and I could see like in in real life how that could be scary. You know, if you took somebody who had a ton oh, of money yeah. and had some mental uh, health issues, and then they used that to enact their own brand of retaliation or justice or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I could instantly see how they would get a positive following and a negative following, and they would clash with local and federal governments.
0: Boondock Saints.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's a really good representation of that.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, especially because at, at the end of the movie, they've got uh, during the cre- when the credits roll they're doing the interview of what do you think of the saints and some people are like i love the saints man they should be in every city fucking love them and then other people are like no no they 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 should just no they're just wrong and they should feel bad for being wrong
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no
0: no uh uh-uh, uh no 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no but yeah he, i mean no he not i can understand here why the police would be pissed off cuz it's like who's this asshole that's you know taking things into his own hands he's going over our heads you went over my helmet well more 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 to the side oh <laughs> speaking of who had the best lines in
2: batman i love arnold schwarzenegger's line as iceman when he said let's kick some ice <laughs> <laughs> and i was like really
0: cheesy I-
2: I remember being a kid and seeing that in the theater and I'm like, that is not what he wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, I mean, as I a kid, kid, I got to go see Lion King in yeah. the theater. I did too. And watch somebody's parent get murdered, but because it's an animated what? cat, it was okay. What the fuck? Right cuz Simba's dad gets murdered in that movie Wait, by what? his brother. You watch someone get murdered
1: in the theater. No, in the movie, in the movie Lion King. What? Think back person. You've never seen Lion King?
0: Yes, I have, but you were talking about going to the movie theater, seeing the Lion King and watching someone's family get murdered and I'm not not somebody <laughs> in the, the theater. Somebody in
2: the happens. movie that I was watching. I was I, Oh, you're talking about The Lion King. I didn't raise my kids on Disney. Like some people do. And I'm not judging. I'm not high and mighty or anything. But I I was raised on Disney. And I was like, I remember watching Bambi. I didn't understand what Bambi was about until I
0: was an adult. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Okay, I understand. maybe,
2: Maybe that's the beauty of the way Disney movies are made. Cause kids only see it for what they see it, which is, oh, Bambi, that's a character that's really funny and Thumper and. and, and, and Turtles and,
0: is uh, the same way. Huh? Turtles is the same way. Yeah. I just I mean I think that's true for anything for kids. You 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 want to um, you architect something that is friendly to kids, but also has all that hidden humor for adults.
2: Well, so I. I I say that because my son lear- spent most of his early, uh, before school age time watching Spongebob, which I thought was pretty harmless, even though I know as an adult there are some things that go way over a child's head. Um, but I remember getting the first parent-teacher conference when he was in kindergarten. And
0: That had to be like a whoa, what the fuck?
2: Well, here's the impact that Spongebob had on my son. His teacher, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but his teacher basically said to me and my wife, your son has an overactive imagination. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't understand. I don't don't understand. Is that a problem? And she was like, she was like, well... And I was like, so is he is he causing a dis- disruption in class? And she goes, oh, no, he's his behavior is perfect. Then why and, the fuck am I wasting my time? And I'm like, I, so then I don't understand. Meanwhile, my wife is pretty much like, hold me back. I'm going to mess this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm like, OK, I need to defuse this shit like Denzel Washington. Um, and I was like, help me understand. I don't understand. I don't understand what the complaint is. I said, is it a complaint? And she goes, yes, sir. She said, well, Mr. Anderson, what I'm trying to tell you is, is that, uh, like this, this is the real world. Like, and I'm like, I know that he knows that. Can you give me an example? And she was like, okay, we gave him an example to, to draw, uh, like a, a family portrait inside in in front of your house draw you and your family in front of your house. But what he drew was not, you know, a stick figure of a house and, and stick figure parents and sister and stuff like that. He drew like us in a spaceship and, you know, the color scheme was, was odd and things like that. And I'm like, I, I'm not following you. And I'm like, so if I, if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that he is exercising his imagination in creative assignments too much. If if that's not okay with you, then maybe my son shouldn't be attending your class. Because I don't think it's his fault. I think it's your fault. Yeah. And my wife looked at me and she was like, I understood what you just said, but what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, and I walked out, and I I took him with me, and we'd go to the office, and I signed him out, and um, he didn't go back to that school.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them.
2: But I was like, did I do something wrong? By subjecting him to Spongebob Because I mean look if you think of the content In Spongebob it's very Wildly imaginative Of course Um, I mean I grew up watching Tom and Jerry Cats and mice fight Well guess what they fight in real life too Um, They live in a house Okay cats and mice can live In the house There was a lot of connection to realism There Spongebob has zero connection to realism I mean Sandy is a squirrel that lives in in a fishbowl with a fishbowl on her head, and she can blow a whistle through the fishbowl without breaking the glass. Oh, yeah, you saw that photo that I posted. (laughs) Yeah, that got me on a tangent thinking, like, but I say all of that. Here's the single best thing about SpongeBob SquarePants the actor that plays the assistant coach in the TV show coach from the eighties and nineties yeah, is the same guy that voices or he also does the voice for Patrick Starr. Huh? Now, if you look that character up and you watch him as a human act on screen in the coach, and then you listen to Patrick Starr talk that cartoon will take on a new definition that did not exist before (laughs) because you're like oh my god he plays the same dumbass in both tv shows (laughs) he patrick star is the same idiot that is in the coach and the coach came first so they were like we need somebody who you know, portrays Patrick Starr like this and the and he tries out for the part and they're like perfect and he was like, Well I don't have to do anything different. It's the same character. <laughs> he just play, <laughs> he plays a dumbass in both of them. Um but yeah there <laughs> there's a new movie coming out in March. Uh and it's the story of how SpongeBob uh ended up becoming friends with Gary. Yeah. And- Gary became his pet but I was so fucking
0: excited for that movie
2: <laughs> There's a scene in the trailer <laughs> Where As soon as I see it I'm like That is so Patrick but <laughs> They're at some fancy thing And there's a banquet Table and Patrick sees food <laughs> And They're also being pursued At the same time So uh, SpongeBob's like Oh my god they're coming after us and Patrick stops and he's like, Oh my god, food and so he's <laughs> he's screaming and trying to run away in midair while stuffing his pockets, his pants, his face, and every orifice he can get food in until SpongeBob's like, I've had enough and just yanks him in <laughs> into the direction that they're trying to escape. And I'm like I I love that. I love that, like because like I would do that in real life, right? Like, you're going down the interstate, you hear cop sirens, and you're like, oh, crap, i got to pull over. But before I do, (laughs) I want to do all of these other things really fast. And you can't do that in real life because
1: physics doesn't work that way. But it would be fun to do it like that. Sorry. I love SpongeBob. If I did,
2: I did any, too. if I did any psychological damage to my son, I'm okay with that. Um, I think as a parent, you kind of have to accept that you're going to harm your children physically and then emotionally at some point. <laughs> what, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I mean not like purposefully, right? But, uh, I think my mom said it one time. She was like, she said, Do "You know, one of the when I had, uh." A couple months after my daughter was born and my mom said, you know, one of the best things about having um, a second and third child is. And I said, no, what? And she said, well, your first child is I don't know what I'm doing and I'm testing everything out. Your second child is I know where I fucked up on the first child, so I won't repeat those mistakes. (laughs) And then your third child is basically all of your parenting skills perfected. And I was like, Mom, I I don't want a third child. <laughs> so I <laughs> I gotta fix them all right now. I was like, So where did I fuck up with Jay? And she goes, Nothing. I mean, Jay was 12 years old. Jay's 13. He's gonna be 14 in September. He still believes in the magic of Christmas. I love um, Christmas. I gauge. Part of my success as a parent by preserving my child's innocence in any way, shape or form. If I can preserve some form of innocence as long as they're a child, that's fine. Now, the the shitty thing about that is, is I've thought about it up until he turns 18, is that do I sit him down on his 18th birthday and just go... Okay, that was a lie. That was a lie. This is fake. That's not how that works. This is a lie. (laughs) Do I do that, or do I let him figure it out on his own? (laughs) Ha! You know? But, yeah. I
1: get... I get really, um... I get really
2: heated when he trash talks when he's playing competitive games on his computer.
0: Oh... And yeah, I, the, the, I think that's just a phase, that old teenager. I, I really
2: hope so. I laid into him earlier because he called somebody a Jew,
0: and I'm like, <laughs> fuck,
2: that's not funny at all. No. Um. So I forcefully made him watch Shawshank Redemption with me. Oh, man. Or not Shawshank Redemption. I'm sorry. Schindler's List. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. Um, and it had the exact effect that I thought it would, which
2: was lots of questions and lots of, uh, emotion. He cried at the end of the movie and the very first words out of his mouth was, dad, I want to go see, uh, Oscar Schindler's grave before I die so i can place a rock on his uh tombstone as well and he i was like no that was i think that's only a thing that schindler's jews can do i i don't think anybody can do that and i said but i appreciate what you're trying to say and i think that's a good goal to have because you know he's he was an important person even though he wasn't perfect uh, he was a important person to many, many, many people, and will continue to be for generations. Uh, and I said, "Do you understand why I asked you to watch this movie with me?" And he said, "I do." And he goes, "Dad, I wasn't, I didn't mean anything negative." I said, "No, I, I know that."
0: It's the person on the other end.
1: I said, "But what I'm,
2: what I wanted to teach you was." You said that word to your friend in the comfort and the privacy of your own home. What happens when that behavior isn't corrected for a time frame and then you say that in a public space and other people do hear you? You not only sound ignorant, you also sound hateful and racist. Even though you're not. Somebody's going to misinterpret what you said, and they're going to act, react to that. And it's going to be a negative reaction. Right. Unless you're standing in a room full of neo-Nazis, which I hope you never do. Right. They would be the only people to be like, yeah, okay, Yeah. But scary. You know. I remember when he was in fifth grade and he came home and he was like, why does everybody hate Germans? And I'm like, nobody hates Germans. What are you talking about? And he was like, we learned about the Nazis in World War II. And I was like, oh, okay. so that's different. Nazis doesn't mean that you're German. (laughs) That's just what the the Nazi party started. And he goes, "Okay, why is everybody mad at? the Nazis. What did they do that was so bad? And I was like, well, how much time do you
0: have? <laughs> the swastika used to be an actual uh, or it a, 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 <laughs> used to be um a positive uh pagan it was a symbol religious too. Symbol.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it still is.
2: Oh, yes. Yes. In 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 the right circles and the right usage, yes, it still is. It's no different than somebody using a peace sign. Um even though I think the swastika actually uh, carries a little bit more weight than drawing a peace sign, but you know, he and I spent a long time talking about the simple points, the big major points of um, of what happened in World War II and and all that, and the misconceptions, what you're taught in school versus what's really the truth, and
0: and all that, and Holocaust deniers, I can't believe those people actually exist. It's the same group of people that
2: deny that we ever landed on the fucking moon.
0: <laughs> it's the same people that deny
2: that the earth is fucking round, so people so and that's the thing is people have the free will to deny or believe something, and that's okay. I just don't need you to shove it down my child's throat. yeah or or mine. You are free to think what you want to think, and you can disagree with what I believe in, but I can also disagree with what you believe in and I think that's what I wanted to teach him not about Nazi germany and and the Holocaust, but those are facts. You can't deny the facts. there are photographic evidence, there's testimonies there's those stories there whole were not trials fabricated. that happened afterwards. Um, and I, you know, like I told him, I'm like that area of Europe, that kind of hate is still there. Yeah. You know, in Germany, Poland and Czechoslovakia. I mean, there's a reason why people grow up there and move. And denounce their citizenship. There are, there are reasons why people don't want to live in Ukraine. Good, valid right. reasons, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know, without getting really dark and and overly serious, I mean, those kinds of atrocities happen in every country, even free world countries. Um, oh hell, what I, I wanted about
0: massacres in the Corto Maltese and Batman. Yeah, that's yes. always been a, a linchpin throughout. Uh, the different comics. It was in the the Batman m- movie. It was in Frank Miller's Batman, which provided inspiration for the Batman movie for Tim Burton. Um, there's that kind of shit going on all over the place.
2: Uh,
0: it's just sad.
2: Well, yeah, and I remember he asked me a question, and he was like, "Why do Why do we treat people like that?" And I was like, "Well, because we're human." And that's not an excuse. It is, it's just part of the equation. Humans are, are greedy. We, um, we can be dishonest and we can be evil. Um,
1: and when the wrong people aren't checked and that, that ideology gets
2: so far to the point where, There's some good parts of that ideology Even though there's bad parts People automatically assume The best in people A lot of people do And they think well even though he said this It doesn't mean he's going to do it Because he also said X And
1: I want X to happen And I say but uh, Ultimately what happened was
2: The German economy Was going into the tank Uh, And they blamed the Jewish community for that because at that point in their country, the Jewish people were basically the owners and operators of most of the financial businesses and corporate businesses. So if your economy's not doing good and they're all the same kind of people, somebody who's ignorant is going to be like, Well, then it's because they're that kind of person. It has nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with their religion or where they were born or the color of their skin. Normally, when something goes wrong, it goes wrong because somebody made a mistake. And somebody just somebody dumb fucked up. Yeah. And somebody just dealt with it in a poor fashion.
1: yes yes but that's that's terrible it was it was really um it was really powerful
2: to to watch him learn a valuable lesson
0: and then also it had to be very transformative
2: <sighs> yeah i i was careful you know i um when we watched Schindler's List, we watched an edited version that kinda cut out a lot of the bloody goreness. Even though it's a black and white movie, you can kinda tell where the blood is, you know. Right. Um And the great thing about that movie is even if you only watched like the character building dialoguing, I mean, there are there were the way they looked at each other, right? the way the German army looked at the Jewish population when they walked past them and covered their nose as if they just smelled rotten eggs. That was enough for you to get a clue as to how they felt about them. And he's like, I don't, I could never treat anybody like that. And as it, if, if you can say that sentence, then you should never utter that word in the way that you did. There's nothing wrong with talking about Jewish people, but calling somebody that is no different than calling somebody the N-word or or any of those other negative things, right? We Just name-calling in general, you never know what a name means to somebody. Sure. Just because it doesn't hurt you doesn't mean it doesn't hurt somebody else. So, yeah, that that's my I'll, I'll step off my
0: soapbox for a second. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, kind of goes very back interesting to the to hear how you how you your your approach on on life and, and parental leadership.
1: I had a good mom. And I. Uh, Aww. I guess I. She rubbed off on you. That sounded
0: dirty. Well, no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> oh my word, you had to take it there, didn't you? Um, He's like, oh, I found this. I'm running with it. I'm running. I'm running.
2: Oh my, my wife or my son said something earlier in my to me and my wife, and I didn't say anything. My wife just looked at me. She goes, "You gotta go to the bathroom," and I was like, "No." I was thinking about what he said. There's a sexual joke in there somewhere, and I can't repeat it. <laughs> and my son was just like, oh, dad. <laughs> and I hate those moments where he, he's got a good sense of humor, but he's too young for his sense of humor. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I want to laugh about that, but I can't, because I'm the adult. <laughs>
0: Just wait until you can share all the humor with him.
2: Oh, my God. When he's 21.
0: You're just going to cut loose and be like, Dude, we're going to we're going to literally like, get
2: banned this from is certain the way counties. I am. There are going to be counties on the map that I will not be allowed to go back into. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 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 going to be fun. Good. I'm sorry, Mr. And Mr. Anderson, we, we can't let you in our fine town anymore.
1: <laughs> Fine
2: town. <clears throat> when I was in college, we used to get shit faced and we would go to the local park in Bloomington. And you know those um playground things where it's like the big car spring with the seat on top? Yeah. Yeah, we would <laughs> we were obviously too big for them. But oh. we would, like, bend it forward and bend it backwards
0: until the spring <laughs> popped. <laughs> I always wondered why assholes did that. Uh, I, I didn't kid, know. The park and be like, who the fuck ruined this shit? Well, it's like, I knew I was doing
2: something that was bad. Because I was breaking public playground equipment that were used by kids. I knew that was bad. But... The other yeah. part of me was was like, these things are indestructible. I bet you I
1: could destroy it. How long would that take? <laughs> okay. But yeah. They they're really robust. Very robust.
2: And the ones in um <laughs> in a you different
0: know a lot about playgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like playgrounds when I was a kid. <laughs> like you were very careful to qualify that statement. What <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't like him as an
2: adult because my daughter never wants to leave. It is the most gut wrenching thing ever. Like my daughter loves to swing. Yeah. I'm not. Fun. I am not saying that in a light fashion. Again. 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 But if she could, she would swing until she passed out.
0: Oh, that's adorable.
2: But we'll we'll go to the park, and we know that we're going to be there for three or four hours, and it's just going to be her swinging. Um, but as an adult, you're like, well, we can't be here for 24 hours. There, There's a start and end point. And when we get to that end point, it's like, okay, start the car, open up all the doors, I'll grab her. We'll run to the car and you drive away. (laughs) I mean, it's literally that kind of an elaborate thing. And it's not because I have a problem telling her. No, I don't. I will tell her no. But telling somebody no, who doesn't understand. No, that's a different thing. I have a t-shirt. I I want you to see this t-shirt at some point, but it says my child has autism. If you
1: have questions, I will answer them. I do not need parenting advice. Um, I love that fucking shirt, and I wish I could find a bumper sticker that wasn't a vinyl wrap that said the same thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times like people have just
2: been like that guy's daughter needs a spanking and I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So do> you <laughs> You need uh,
0: spanking
2: I don't understand that I would never say that about somebody else's child their their knowledge on you
0: No I mean like I would never say that about somebody else's child to them. It's oh, not my damn business. Definitely criticize someone else's parenting. Yeah, fuck that. That's just the way I was raised, I guess. And some people. Don't... Know their Situation. I told my
2: mom, I said, "Mom, you need to write a book because there are other parents out there that do not know how to do mom."
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make the <laughs> <a> title. <laughs> there are other mothers that don't know how to do. Mom. (laughs) Uh, I want that to be the
2: title, you know, like the books for dummies. You know, you don't know how to mom. (laughs) Dummies. You don't know how to mom. How to take your kid to the grocery store.
1: I think that's a fantastic idea. Um, at (laughs) least for my family, that would be enough.
0: Uh, life experience and having raised kids and them having a substantial amount of knowledge that they can impart on others. You should say write a book mom or better yet you should write it. You could write it yourself just you know take a tape recorder interview her and
2: well I, I subscribe to the thought that it takes a village to raise a child but I don't think that means that you have to take their I think that means their opinion should only be shared when you want it. They shouldn't just go out and publicly share opinions about how to raise somebody else's. Oh child. yeah,
0: no, no, no. You don't want to shove your anyone who wants to give good advice. You never just openly shove it down someone's throat. No, we have enough of that in politics and religion.
2: Yes, I just said two items on our shit
0: list. I didn't talk about them. I just mentioned do, them. Do, 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 do. I'm checking these alerts on my iPad. On my iPad. There's <laughs> weather outside. There's weather outside. Oh my, oh my, I'm gonna die. I'm no, now you're just muting I'm my audio die. signal. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna die. I'm gonna die. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's rain and ice right now I you hear it outside
2: did you hear my neighbor just start his motorcycle no uh, yeah my neighbor's on this motorcycle right now <laughs> what <laughs> i he, i'm gonna hope that he's working on it
0: uh because it's uh it's 36 degrees he's been working on modifying the exhaust on it, it it's a
2: <clears throat> i'm gonna sound really ignorant it's a, a flathead harley I don't a specific style of Harley. It's a really nice bike and he
1: it, It's an expensive bike and he got it for like 2 grand. <clears throat> uh he, you don't buy a Harley for 2 grand. No, somebody, you don't.
2: Yeah, somebody was really desperate for some money. But um it it was all stock from the factory and he's been um slowly fabricating some custom parts for it and it looks dead sexy uh but it sounds like a fucking dragon Uh, i'm not even kidding you i can hear him two blocks away and i'm like is it really necessary to downshift that often i mean (laughs) i've driven a stick before I, i know how they work um but i think he just i mean i get it like my brother owns a um a Dodge Hellcat, and he's mm. got the modified exhaust on it. And when he starts it up, it, you know, you you fill it in your groin. You know <laughs> what I mean? And you're just like, oh, fuck, do that again. <laughs> um,
0: you know, the Batmobile was, uh, it's basically an Impala.
1: Yes. An yeah, Impala the-
0: with the, the, with the,
1: um. It's got some props on it, but yeah, with a flame yeah. on the back of it. Yes, the flame is
0: probably the quintessential part. I mean,
2: <laughs> if you took the flame off, I you're just think like. Of what oh, it's, it's called? That's kind of I was stupid. like,
0: uh, with the turbine engine. And I was like, no, it's not a turbine engine. It's a flame. And I was trying to think of what kind, and I was. I would guess it would be like a rocket. I I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's supposed to be some kind of like rocket propulsion, but it's actually just it's like a,
0: a nitrous oxide or something.
2: Um, oh, I thought it was um, propane. I thought that's what they were using in the movie. They just used propane. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. I meant like a, <clears throat> a, a, in theory, if it were to actually be functional, it would probably be some form of nitrous oxide that that Oh, I would
2: go boost. Uh, I would go with hydrogen because oh. it doesn't need to be cooled. Like rocket fuel does. Rocket fuel has to be... Rocket fuel is liquid oxygen that's compressed, so it's really cold. But hydrogen can do the same effect uh, without uh, having to be chilled. Um, Nitrous oxide should be able to do the same thing, but it it doesn't put off the same kind of a flame um, as it's portrayed in the
0: movie. But uh, yeah, not not
2: to piss in your Wheaties.
0: No, 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 no. I just I think it's a it's great that it's an actual functioning vehicle
2: or I can pee all over your Wheaties. I don't
0: you know, uh, they had a separate um, (laughs) cowl for the scenes when he got when he he was in the car because the ears were too tall. So the 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 door wouldn't wouldn't close over over the top of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can imagine yeah i have all kinds of random tidbits about that movie (laughs) i loved that
2: batman that batmobile that's probably one of my favorites
0: that batmobile and that bat suit are my two favorite things i
2: thought i was one of your favorite things
0: within the ecosphere of batman well, universe within the Batman universe. Those are the two things. <laughs> For everyone who can't see, he is licking his microphone. Very, very sensually. Like oh. Mr. Microphone.
2: Yeah, we're playing with video.
0: Oh. Video is Mr. Microphone. Harder
2: to do than ah. audio. So stop grabbing your ball. <laughs>
0: Have a blue snowball microphone. I'm not no. actually grabbing my balls.
2: Okay, so you have a virtual background, and your snowball is white, and there is white in your background. So, <laughs> in some of the positions, your microphone just disappears. Oh yeah, I, and, I can see it. And, <laughs> and it, and it looks like you're talking into nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Go away, blue snowball.
0: I, I have I have magical star Star Trek powers.
1: Star Trek powers.
0: Yeah, I can make. I can. I can. I can make shit. You want to see something really cool? Oh, uh, you totally vanished. So, I got this.
2: I got Ooh. my phaser.
0: It still, still works. It doesn't stun, light up. Boy. And then I got. The batteries might be dead in this thing. Oh, a tricorder. Well, yep, the batteries are dead. It only like powers on for a second. But yeah, and I got a, I got a tricorder. That's cool. <clears throat> it even makes the characteristic clicking sounds. Yes, I used to this have. This is a more um,
2: modern remake. I used to have the, uh, the Nokia phone from the Matrix movies. The the Switchblade phone that they had? Oh, yeah.
0: Those were oh. super,
2: super popular. Oh, I fucking loved it. I was like, oh, I'm such a badass now.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, you gotta see the rest... You gotta come down and see the rest of these sometime. I've also got... R- R- Riker? Yep.
1: Riker's my favorite.
0: And... El Capitan Picard. Oh, he keeps disappearing! There he is. And you gotta see all my ships, too. Including the miniature ones. Like this. Oh. Oh, it made me disappear!
2: (laughs) Uh, It probably meant that we didn't need to see it.
0: Oh. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, so maybe if I whipped it out, it'll just paint it out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if 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 this if uh video conferencing software was smart enough to like paint out uh genitalia so like you could show up to work naked.
2: <laughs> oh, did you see that newscaster that uh he was you know during the pandemic, right so he's remote at home. He's yeah. got a, 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 a dress shirt on and tie, but he has nothing on on his bottoms but his boxers. And his knee was up in the camera, oh. <laughs> and they sw- they switched over to him to get you know his his uh, his dialogue about what they were t- discussing. And he like wasn't ready or whatever. And then he like noticed. <laughs> That he was half-naked on camera to the public, and he was like, oh, shit. So he just shut the camera off and <laughs> walked away. I was like, oh! I mean, like, because in the studio, they would just be like, oh, she's not ready, right? Right. Or whatever, and they would come back to the, the news desk and, and wait for the person to be ready. But in a remote world, you can't – you just go, uh, crap. And he – Pushed his camera off of the <laughs> off the screen and just knocked it over and then walked <laughs> out <of the> <laughs> oh. I always have bottoms and tops on
0: oh um, yeah I'm fully dressed as if I were at at the office
2: yeah i i actually so I've been a remote employee for almost eight years now. Um, one of the very first things that I noticed about being self-disciplined as a remote employee is I still have my same routine where I get up and I get ready for work. I get fully dressed with shoes on, um, and it helps me get into that mode of okay, I'm ready for the day. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I do the same with my son now that he goes to school online, and he's like, I don't get this, and I'm like. You'll get it.
0: It's, it's good for your mental health. It is. It is. Because, well, it's, I mean,
2: as a child, I mean, you, he also still has to learn uh, how, how to practice good hygiene habits.
0: And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts for our amazing fans out there?
2: Uh, we We appreciate anybody who listens. If. If you uh, want to share comments on our social media platforms, uh, feel free to do so. If you don't, that's also fine, too. We're we're not doing this to gain any type of fame. We're not doing this for money. We're just doing it for the love of uh, spending time together and sharing our thoughts with somebody who might resonate or have a different opinion. Uh, and we would always be willing to
0: uh, discuss those. Um, I've been so happy since we started talking regularly. Like, I've noticed an actual shift in my mood. In my daily mood.
2: I do have that effect on you.
0: Well, I was hoping it would have the same effect on you, too.
2: Who's to say it doesn't?
0: Oh, okay, cool.
2: (laughs) He's like, yay me! (laughs) (laughs) Hooray! Uh, No, I'm the same. Uh, I know I'm... Uh... I'm a very health shy, health shy health. person uh, socially, and uh, I don't have good social habits, but it's good for my mental health to take some time out of my week and spend them with somebody who I don't interact with on a daily basis.
0: It It's good for me. It's good for you. Um,
2: and yeah, it's nice I, to have friends.
0: I'm a remote employee, and I don't go anywhere or do anything. I leave the house once a week, and that's to go grocery shopping on Friday afternoons. Fuck! I don't even do that.
2: I had my de- mind delivered today, so. Um, I feel bad because we we buy groceries online. We buy like three or four hundred dollars worth. So, when when I've they show that. up yeah. and they're d- driving a Dodge Durango, you're like, okay, good, it all fit <laughs> yeah. in their vehicle. And then like somebody shows up and they're driving like. I don't it's know like, like some
0: 60-year-old lady and she's got like bags some hanging Tudor, uh
2: you know uh coupe. and you're like how the hell did you get all of that in there um but the guy that <laughs> delivered the groceries today he was awesome cuz he like he put it I have a um like a a table on the porch for packages to keep them off the ground. So they were on top of the table, underneath the table by the snow shovel. And okay. It was like, I was like, Oh, this is cool. It's like Christmas. They're like everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was pretty fucking hilarious. Um, (laughs) I'm very appreciative of those people that spend their, their time to deliver groceries like that. Um, I always try to tip really well. Uh, because I,
0: I tip well for any delivery.
2: I break a sweat when I go to the grocery store, you know, because I I don't take my time and casually do it. I I go in there and I get it. I come out and I load the car and I go home and I unload. And there's a system. But they're doing the same thing for me. Is they're de- they're being very punctual. They're being very careful. And I appreciate that that level of detail to. That they exhibit um, It's it's worth the tip And they're always very nice I've never had
1: anybody rude um, So that's good too Alright So no, think- remember to
0: be nice to your parents And tip your waitresses
3: <laughs>
2: Mind your parents And mind your waitress <laughs> <laughs> I love waitresses Male and female. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like serious. Uh, I better clarify. No, I'm I'm serious. Like I, people who do a good job at waiting a, a table, um, it's an art form. I think a, a form of an art. I think because it's not easy to deal with people who are
1: rude, or rude. Who smell, or it's not. You. Um. Not that
2: I like to go to restaurants where people smell, but
0: I think think
2: we've all been there. So,
0: Um, so yeah, we the
2: the episode that we're recording now will be out uh, on Monday next week, which will be Monday,
0: Monday, Monday, the
2: eighth of February, and. That will be our our current schedule is a new episode every Monday uh, evening and um, sometime Monday. Sometime on Monday.
0: Yeah, because sometimes I got Mondays off, so I'll just do it in the morning.
2: Do it. Do it in the morning. Do it in the morning (laughs) and at night.
0: (laughs) Sunrise surprise. (laughs) That's the best kind of surprise. (laughs) <laughs> um, wow, I just had a really dark song um...
2: so uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one Matt thanks for doing this with me
0: I love you buddy I love you too man alright like
2: a brother and not like a brother
0: ooh,
3: ooh.
2: alright signing off buddy